Say words. I am going to say words because, damn it, we're a podcast. And if we don't say words, what's the fucking point in this whole shenanigan? I don't know. You seem to forget that quite often. I do quite often forget to say words. And there's like long pauses and shit like that. But yeah. not today, Anne. I have to find an edit. Not today, Anne. Yeah. Episode 97. We're cooking on gas. Stanley's dead. It's time for us to pound the streets and let people know of his legacy. He didn't pound steal from Steve, Steve Ditku. All right, shut up. Anyway. By the way, I've been thinking about a superhero, Pound Man. <laughs> now that Stanley's not allowed to steal my ideas. Ah, did you ever watch the program Lucky Man with um, with uh, Scottish bloke in it? That was a Stanley joint. Do you remember that? No. Do you not remember that? He found a magical it. bracelet, made him super lucky. He was played by the Scottish guy who's usually a villain. Do you no, not he's remember BBC James Sh- Nesbitt. Yeah, James Nesbitt. There you go. Yeah, yeah he's usually... Do you remember From, James uh, Nesbitt? This Life. No, Hyde. Hyde. Do you not remember his short-lived TV oh, yeah, series? Yeah, 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 yeah. One series, it was about him being Jekyll and Hyde. It was only a mini-series. It was meant to be two seasons. Mm. There was like a, there was like a, there was like a thingy at the end. There was a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> it's not silence. I'm still going. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so it's been a sad, sad day. Mm-hmm. That happened. Yeah. Anything else happened, Anne? Anything happened in your world last two weeks? What have you been up to? Nothing, nothing at all. Well, that's not true because you're going first today with a review. So what are you been up to? What's your first review this week? Ah! What's your favourite idea? Um, are you gulping? That's coming out in the microphone. <sighs> I have a dirty, okay, filthy sorry. cup. Look at, all this, look at all this science you're doing. Right. Right. What are you doing? So I should review something, shall I? Yeah, review something. Yeah, you don't it. want to waffle on about nonsense no, for I don't want 10 to minutes. What do you want to waffle on about? Walking Dead betrayed us, lied to us for weeks. What, should I talk about that, shall I? Should I talk about the fact Rick's not dead? Spoilers. They never Rick, said he was going to be dead. No, what, they, they said, said he was, was a, leaving the show. Yeah. And he's not leaving the show because despite them thinking that somehow a movie isn't connected to the show, even though it's a movie about the fucking show, he's still in the show. It's bullshit. AMC lied. He's not lied. in the show. Whatever happened to Daryl being addicted to meth? This is one of the things that I, I realised the other day, because you know me and Tara are watching all of it, because she's never seen it, so we're watching it together, right? Um, Bob Stuckey struggles with his addiction to alcohol. There's like a really nice little bit where he, where he, he makes a mistake and Daryl chastises him for it, and it shows the struggle of addiction. In the first season, in the season one episode, or season, in one of the episodes in the first season, there's a bit where they're like going through Daryl's or Meryl's stuff, and there's like a big old bag of crystal meth. Nice. And it's, it's like a big old bag of the blue meth from Breaking Bad oh. and that's the universe are connected you see eventually Better Call Saul will be a zombie show yeah. but they don't show any of the anyone else struggling with addiction it's, it's kind of hard to get meth now it's not really that much of a problem alright well anyway you know zombies aren't making meth <coughs> Eugene might Eugene could probably make some meth I just liked your tweet oh, no I don't like my tweets alright anyway sorry I'm not going to go on about something because there's nothing to go on about sad time Stan Lee's dead Donald Trump's trying to fucking stop the Mueller investigation, which is shit. Brexit's still happening, despite it being clearly a bad idea. What else do you want to talk about? What what other shit's happening in the world that's bad? I don't know. We could do a spot on men and giants, couldn't we? Let's do that, because people aren't vaccinating their kids anymore, because they're fucking idiots. The world's full of morons, and the only point of doing this podcast is because it's a slight reprieve from the stupidity. We get to have discussions about shit that means nothing to anyone but us. And then people listen to it. Sometimes. Most of the time they don't. And then I comment on it. Because I'm a pervert and I listen to my own voice. Ugh, the tea just came up a little bit. But it's fine. Whatever. That's life. Episode 97. Crit Apocalypse. Your first. Review a thing. Shudder just... What a shudder going on about? 
Go on, go, just go. I don't know. I'll review something. Yeah, Fine, please do. You know, please I'll do. just I'll just find something to review. I'm going to turn down the microphone slightly though because uh, you're talking very loudly into it. <sighs> right. So. Yep. Uh, I am going to review first. I might as well review Ta- Taiko no Tatsujin, Drum and Fun. You're not going to say that till the end, all right? Fine, no. whatever. It's not a big deal, is it? No, it is a big deal, isn't it? It's, it's a, a big, big deal. deal. It's a big release. You always save the big deals to the end, you know me. I always make sure I've got the major got, review. All right, okay, fine, fine, all right. I'm listening, I'm listening, big I'm waiting. major review. With bated breath. I've reviewed Taiko, I watched Taiko, I got Taiko no Tatsujin, yeah. Drum and Fun. Cool. AKA Taiko no Tatsujin for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Because they, that's what it says on the title screen, because they... um. They didn't really bother translating this game. Of course they did. Which is fine. It's fine. Because you know what happens to music games when they translate them from Japanese ones? You end up with, like, soundtrack entirely made up of Avril Lavigne and Britney Spears and stuff, and it's not it's not good. Do you remember um, when they brought Oso Tatake Oedan, or whatever it was, over to the UK as elite beach agents? Yeah. And they filled it with, like, friggin', was it Sum 41 and Avril Lavigne and stuff like that? And Three Doors Down and stuff? I think it had hey, Superman hey, in it, didn't hey, it? Hey, 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 hey. What were you going to say about Three Doors Down? They suck. If I go crazy, when you still call me Superman? No, no, I never will. Oh, Krypton has a great song. But no, they, um, yeah, they just, basically, the, the Tycho Decision game, if you never played it before, you might have, because there was originally um, a version of Tycho Decision released in the UK years and years ago as Donkey Konga. Yes, it was. basically the same game, and apparently the Donkey Konga bongos will work. On the Switch version. With a little bit of DIY. Yeah, yeah, just need a GameCube adapter. Um, But yeah, you just hit the beat for the drum and tap the sides for the taunt cars, the dun-dun-ka, as it were. And, you know, just play music. Just drum along to the music, and it's fun. Those games have been around for years in Japan. This is the first one that's ever made it to the UK, as Taiko no Tsujin, anyway. Because we had the two Donkey Kongs. So it's an established brand. Yeah. There was one released in the US on the PlayStation 2 years and years ago, but it never made it over here. No, it didn't. Racism. It it eventually became Guitar Hero. Yeah, exactly. Same same game, definitely. Yeah, exactly the same, same game. But um, I, I appreciate this one because it's like it's not got no bullshit. There's no like you have to play through some story mode thing to unlock all the songs or anything. You just what? play. You it. don't become a bongo master in the Seven Seas of Rhyme. It's not a bongo. It's a taiko a taiko drum. Like, What's a taiko drum? Like it's a drum. We have the two little wooden sticks, not drumsticks. They're like thick sticks. They're like you like thick boys they're like sausages but made of wood you like thick boys and you smack them everyone loves a beautiful boy you like your thick dicks I miss dicks but anyway (laughs) so all the songs on it are the same same ones from the Japanese version okay Um, there's some DLC out for it they just put all the DLC that was released in Japan on their first day rather than feeding it out for months and all that so it's all Um, and I got it for like fifth. I got the I bought the Spirited Away pack, the Spirited oh, Ace, cool. um, Studio Ghibli pack. Yeah. Um, I only got it for like 59p because I had like three quids worth of gold points. So I was oh, like, nice. fuck, yeah, use that. How many well. songs are on there? That's got like five songs in it and there's already one on the on the cart. Okay. It had um, it had one of the tracks from Spirited Away on it and the cart, the download content had uh, the Totoro theme tune. What? Yeah. That one. You can't and see it, guys, some but tracks I'm dancing. From Kiki's Delivery Service as well. Oh, great. The That's standout un- songs. Underrated. Standout songs though, it's got um, it's got the theme tune to Crayon Shin Chan. Do you okay. remember Shin Chan? I remember Shin Chan. Yeah, well, the in Japan a few years back, the theme tune was redone by Kiari Pamu Pamu, everyone's favourite Japanese J-pop star. Of course, who, I'm very very well versed in Kiari. Um, I've Pamu. made you watch Pon <laughs> Pon 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 many many times. Pon yeah. Pon, way 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 Pon way Pon way Pon. Oh Jesus, that one. Yeah, yeah. Pon Pon King Kazu. Yeah. 
Um, but she did the theme tune to Crown Shinjan. That's obviously the best song on there. Um, but it's also got like uh, the Dragon Ball Z theme tune, Chala Head Chala by Hideaki Kagiyama. He's a legend, he is. I found out, because I was like, oh, I love his, he's freaking, that song's awesome. Um, I found out he actually does my favourite Super Sentai theme tune, which oh, really? is the theme tune to Hikari Sentai Mask Man. <gasps> Hikari Sentai Mask Man. It's a great one. I, it's um, the one that's got the hook that goes, key, key, or a power. Look, right. You got me hyped up with the with the Dragon Ball Z theme. Look up Hideaki Kagiyama and find out how many anime theme tunes he's done, because he is a ledge. Okay, let me just quickly check. What's You're not checking. You're such a liar. But he did a couple of Super Twelve. Sentai themes. He did the theme tune to the Japanese version of Transformers Headmasters. What? Like, um... You mean like Cogsworth? One Punch Man. From Transformers... One Punch Man's you theme. Mean, no, you mean like Cogsworth from the Transformers of Last yeah. Night. The classic movie starring Mark Wahlberg yeah. and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, in oh, which he's a head- is a headmaster. Yeah, he's a headmaster. Don't mind him. It's like... What? What? <sighs> what? Uh, What's up, Mark You can't Mark just Wahlberg? call him a headmaster. Why has Mark Wahlberg got a mullet in that film? Because Michael Bay directed it. Yep. Yeah. Chala, hechala. Yeah, it's a classic. But yeah, he did the theme tune to One Punch Man. Oh. Right, yeah, but it's got all sorts of cool stuff One on there. Punch. It's got these, it's got like three Vocaloid songs on there, and they're quite clearly the like nuts hard mode songs that they've chucked in the game. Yeah. And on normal, I did one of them, and it was, it was like manageable at normal. I managed to 100% it. I was like, yeah, happy myself. Good job. Let's try it on hard. Got fucking decimated. <laughs> that song, and then you look at, it's got extreme difficulty. And if you look at it, some of the extreme difficulty songs like flip over because they have another harder version of themselves. So there's like extreme and then there's like super extreme. And this one has a like a super extreme one. And there's no way I'm going to do it. There's hmm. just no way. And I'm playing on controller because I don't have the drums because I can't afford the drums. They're like 60 quid. But um, yeah, it's it's a good time though. I tried playing with the motion controls, but it has a habit of kind of like interpreting what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Like you, you swing straight forward left or right for the drums, and you swing diagonally for the um, the cars, the hit in the side of the drum. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's only a little motion to do that thing. But if you go too far, it kind of reads it as a forward oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah. So sometimes you'll find yourself missing it and <laughs> tricky. It, it works, but it's tricky. Yeah. I haven't tried portable mode yet, though, because you can put it in a mode where you lay it down and it's got drums on the screen and you tap the drums. What? Yeah. That sounds amazing. But um, it's got a Carmen Rider theme song on there. Of course it has a Carmen Rider theme the song. It Lupin wouldn't Ranger be a game if it didn't have Carmen Rider. VR. It's got some YouTube song. I don't VR know if it's some troopers. Japanese thing. There's some song called YouTube something something. And it's the chorus goes, YouTube, YouTube. And I don't know if that's some meme thing. There's probably some like Japanese YouTubers who are famous and they made a song. There's probably a Japanese Jake Paul, isn't there? That's what it is. Ugh. But anyway. Um, there's no bullshit to it. It's just you play the game. Um, apparently, when you've played a hundred songs, you will have unlocked all the songs. Like you play a certain amount, a new song unlocks. Yeah. By the time you played it a hundred times, you got them all. Doesn't matter what songs you play, just play them. Um, and there's like a party mode which has got the multiplayer stuff. In it's got, well, it's got extra multiplayer stuff where it's like, I think Mario Party mini games, all rhythm based sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you play through them to unlock the extra characters, and they've all got little things on them, and some of them are just like pure cheating. Like one of them doesn't matter what you do. It'll hit you know whether it's a don or a car it'll hit properly no matter which button you press oh so every input reads as correct which is good for kids i guess yeah they've just got to get the timing right and there's like um extra characters like kirby where you don't lose um stuff when you miss notes and things or or something yeah but um yeah it's it's a solid little rhythm action game no online play on it it's just straight up local play you can do link between multiple consoles does it have 
The most important song. Um, I'm rocking the suburbs. No, by Ben Folds. No, it doesn't. No, it's all Japanese music. I mean, it's even got the you know Moana's um, that song from Moana. <gasps> Where I'll go. Yeah. It's got that in Japanese. Yeah, cool. Yeah, with Tashiwa. Something like that. Yeah. You know what I liked about Moana? Um, it was a good film. Hot chicks. Yeah. Hot chicks. Like the old lady. Old lady, hot chicks. And the rock. The rock. Hot chick. Yeah. I like how they were like, how do we design the rock? And they just basically, they took a photo of the rock and they like stretched it sideways. And they went, no, they took a photo of the rock and they said, what if the rock had cheat day every day? Yeah. Cheek day. Cheek day. Yeah. Anyway. Where he eats a lot of pork cheek. It's Taiko no Satsujin, drum and fun. Yeah. For Nintendo Switch. Is it indeed drum and fun? Yeah, it's both drums and fun. But I don't know if it's worth like the forty some odd quid it costs. But really, you know, is there? Is there well, yeah, there's not a ton of content in there, is there? No, I mean it's just it's it's been a simple drumming game, but it's fun. Considering it's been quite a long time since we've little had kids an actual like rock band. There's been no well, it was rock band four, but that came out like three years ago now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and they did that expansion for it, but there's not really rhythm games anymore. Hey, guess what? I own Rock Band Four. Mm. Do you know how many times I've played it? Never. No. No, never played it. What do you got it on Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. See, if I got an Xbox One, I might get Rock Band because then I could transfer my songs over. But you have to spend sixteen quid to do that. That's okay. I've got like, considering I've got like four hundred songs on Rock Band. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that's <laughs> it's not a bad deal, really, is it? It's a really good idea. Um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. You, you review something. Oh, I'm going to review a thing. Been going I'm going to review a thing. Well, it's because oh, yeah. I was liking some of your tweets. No, don't do that. Like some of your tweets. Um, I'm going to review something nice and easy to begin with. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too crazy in my first review because. You know, we want to stagger this stuff. We want to, we want to tempt them in with like a little, a little, a little bit of tapas. We want to be like, tapas. Have some, have some nibbles. Have some tapas. Tapas. Have some tapas. Tapas. Tap that ass. I've got some falafel. Um, so anyway, um, other than just butchering cultural, cultural uh, foods there. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm dying. Uh, my first review is going to be Good News, season one and two, currently on Netflix. It's an NBC comedy series about news. a news channel. Uh, um, it's fine. It's really twee. It's really stupid. It's really basic. There's some funny bits, but for the most part, it's just, it's like porridge. It's like just plain porridge, you know? You just shovel it in. It's filling you up. But it doesn't really have any any distinct taste, or uh, or, or you know, it doesn't really have any texture to it. It's just something that you consume. Uh, it was just one of those things I was putting on at night for a couple of hours, just to just to watch something. Really, it's like it's how I assume a lot of people watch Big Brother, except you know, obviously Big Brother doesn't have a narrative because it's all reality TV. It's like yeah. whatever they you know whatever the shit they get up to, like shove fingers up each other's butt. Live or next whatever. door to a Big Brother celebrity. Great, is it? Was it? Do you remember it? Nadia from the first yeah. from series two? Yeah. The trans lady who was like yeah, very the lady loud. who's always in Poundland now in Gil- Yeah, working. she lived that side. Really? Yeah, next well, her her best friends did and she basically stayed there for a while and then, oh. then she went in the Big Brother house and Mum was like, Oh fuck, because <laughs> Mum couldn't stand her. Really? So, just the laugh. It was the laugh you could hear right. it coming through the walls. <laughs> they were like they're always having drinking nights and stuff like that, yeah. and you could hear them non stop. Like, Nadia she works always, at Barclays. Yeah, Nadia always looks a bit like an Elvis impersonator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had the Lady is nose. Elvis. 
The nose and the chin. And she got her nose fixed. Did she? Yeah, she's got a nose job. Oh. She had all sorts of stuff. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, you, know what? you know what? I'm, I don't often say this, but but it was sort of... What are they up to nowadays? What are they up to nowadays? What? Probably on Celebrity Big Brother. What, Nadia? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Um, she's in town a lot. I see her every mm-hmm. so often on the train. She has a small dog. Yeah. That's no way to talk about her son. All right. Um... <laughs> And anyway, also, what are you reviewing? Good I news. Was, I was reviewing good news, series one <laughs> and two. So yeah, it's like it's it's not like there are like I said, there are some actually like quite funny parts to it, but for the most part, it's it's just really bland. The pro the, the whole point of the program is that a woman works in a TV station, she she's an, uh, she's a producer there, and um and her mother her mother's upset that she's getting old, and she's not really got many prospects in life, so she applies for the internship, ends up working as an intern, and they have wacky wacky fucking hijinks and stuff and she gets involved in her life and all this other stuff and there are like I said there are some funny jokes like really oddly enough it's got you remember you remember um, Paris Hilton had that program where she used to do jobs with her friend who was oh, yeah. uh, what was the other woman's name he fucking cares um, it was Paris Hilton and uh, Giorgio Armani no it wasn't it was it was Giorgio Armani it was Giorgio Armani's daughter it was uh, Georgia. it was Quincy Jones's other daughter Rashida Jones' sister. Nah, it was a white yeah. girl. No, way Paris Hilton's hanging no, around was, with a black was, girl. It was. It was. It was. It was. What was it? The the um, Paris. Let me just quickly, quickly find out. Paris Hilton. Uh, but yeah, so she's in it, and oddly enough, made me laugh a few times. Real fucking, really fucking weird. Remember she was like, in House of Wax. Yeah, I remember she was in House of Wax. Going to pay to die, this, Paris Hilton isn't the person I'm talking about. Sorry. Let me just quickly. Let me find well, out. Well, that's where you're going wrong. Yeah, that's where I am going wrong because it's Jesus. It was, it's whoever she did that program with. So, oh, Nicole Richie. So Nicole Richie's in it. She plays Shane Richie's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your man. Oh, she's married to the guy from from Good Charlotte. Anyway, this is a this Wait, is a whole what, the fat basis. <laughs> This is a hole I'm going down. All right, anyway. Is she the one who's got a two-way, but he doesn't know what, not quite sure what it means? Was that volume for soup? <laughs> that was volume for soup. Oh. Um, anyway, so yeah. So yeah, her mum joins the TV show as an intern, and they have wacky hijinks. And it's, it sounds a lot like a TV version of the classic Kevin Bacon's film, He Said, She Said. It might do, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like a less serious version what, of she Studio said, she 60's, 60 on the Sunset Strip to me. He, he said, she said, has one of the funniest opening sequences ever on TV really? film thing. It's just they're presenting the news and there's the whole thing where like one of them's doing their bit and the other one's doing their bit and you yeah. keep seeing the monitor of what the other person's doing. Yeah. And you can see that they both fucking hate each other. Oh, and she's that's... sitting there with a the mug in her hand and he's just doing his whole smug jokes about slightly sexist jokes and all of a sudden this mug goes off the skull <laughs> she's kind of flying off camera <laughs> it's just a little cut from before where she's like got a nail on the edge of the mug and she's <laughs> that's amazing that feels I love good it. Kevin Bacon's great yeah um, everything's better with bacon is it who's who's the other person in it is it um... I think it might have been Kira Sedgwick I think it might have been his wife really maybe. yeah I think so oh it's been a long um, time since I've watched it like 15 years <laughs> but yeah good news it's it's just really twee it's like I think anyone can watch it and, it, and it's like I said it made me laugh a few times <laughs> It is. It is quite funny. Like in, it has like a lot of obscure humour, and the other the, Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. Yeah. Um, the other bloke. So the two anchors. One of them. One of them is Nicole Richie, and the other one is. Sorry, I'm just going to quickly get the cast list up because I didn't Holy do this. Crap! This cast. And what? Good news. No, and he said, she said. All right. Nathan Lane, Anthony Paglia, Sharon Stone. Jesus. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's where it ends. <laughs> okay, so so um, oh yeah, sorry. So John Michael Higgins, you'll recognise him as the psychiatrist who who diagnoses Dracula as having a vampire condition in uh, in Blade Trinity. Oh. yeah. Um, and it's it, was that a issue in Blade Trinity? Like 
No, 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 no. He was he was the one who went. Hello, Dracula. Uh, sorry, got yeah, vampires sorry. So he said he said Blade's obsessed with vampires. It's not a real thing. And we finally got this menace, and then Dracula kills him, transforms into him, and then and then goes and does the blade bullet time dodge of bullets to get out of the river. Mm, you remember? Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, I tried but, to get Blade Trinity. <coughs> so the first season is just it follows on that follows on that like it's very twee and la di da la, and there's not much going on. It's it got funny moments, but then season two they introduce Tina Fey mm. as a recurring character. And there's quite an interesting one where she's making people do arsenine shit that could come across as sexual harassment when described to another group of people. But in reality, is her trying to get people, um, trying to sexually harass people, so the company will pay her off to leave quietly, so yeah. she can just be, she can just retire an early age and live her life and, and go and be around her kids. Yeah. Um, the old Fox News anchor. Yeah. yeah. And there's and there's a great scene in which. In which the um, the producer woman, whose mother starts working on the TV show, she walks in, and uh, and Tina Fey speaking fluent Japanese, and then she and then she goes and then she signs off and then puts the phone down. She goes, "I'm sorry, I was just just saying good night to my child." And then, that's it. <laughs> no more said about this. And then later on in the episode, she says, "Oh God, if this really goes down the way you're saying it's gone down, then." I'm going to have to miss my Saturday night seeing my kid. We both fly about an hour and a half, get to an oil tanker out in the Pacific Midwest. <laughs> oh, sorry, the Pacific Ocean. See each other for two hours and then head back in the opposite direction. And it's just, it's like weird, stupid little absurd shit like that is good. But for the most part, it's, it's just so bland. I can't... How do you land a plane on an oil tanker? <laughs> I don't know, it's probably an airport, an airplane carrier. I just... I just, you know, when you're fumbling through this shit, like this is what I mean. It just melts out your brain immediately after watching it. There are plots, there are, you know, as always, there's all this shit going on. But they got yeah. plots in a TV show. That's a good start. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, all in all, I'd say, I'd say it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a real strong, real strong, Clive Owen, Clyde Frog. Yeah, it's a real Clyde. Wait, the racist. No, it's Pepe. Uh, it's a real strong. <laughs> Clyde Frog's the frog from South Park. The little oh frog yeah, just little Clyde. Yeah, Clyde. It's Clyde Frog. Clyde Frog. Uh, no, Clive Owen. Mm. You know, there are there are moments of of genuine amazing, you know, comedy bits in there. But for the most part, you won't you won't be able to name ten other films other than Children of Men. Well, Clive Owen. Yeah. <laughs> he was in shoot him, shoot him up. <laughs> yeah, go. Sin City, two. Yeah, yeah, no one. Was he the first one? Oh, yeah, he wasn't the first one. Yeah, wasn't he? the second one. He's played by, by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, no, it's just it's um Josh Brolin. No, it's not. It is. It's Josh Brolin. Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt's oh, character was made up. That second film's terrible. Yeah, it is real bad. What else was he in? He's not in a James Bond film. No, but you know who? You know when he was James Bond in Pink Panther, starring Steve Mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cameo. Pink Panther. Yeah. Oh, he's in that film where he fucks his sister. I remember that. It was a film from the mid-90s where he's a guy who's having an incestuous relationship with his sister. Can you name it? No. No, can't remember what it's called. Just one of those things to just remember. Yeah. Those little See random I mean? films. See what I mean? See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, go back to your remember when Hugh Grant was in that like gay romance film and then they keep making out every gay romance film that comes out now is like the first one ever. Wait, which... Yeah, there's one from before Four Weddings and a Funeral. It was an Australian film. Four Bums in a Wedding? Yeah, definitely. Wait, the one with the women and it was all hot women like Elle McPherson? No. And Sam Neill? No. Sam Neill's like, come down to the devil in the pale moonlight and he's like, what? And he goes, bumming. Let's no. do some bumming. I it's love Sam Neill. 
Anyway, it's your review, man. What? Oh, have I got to come up with something to review? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so I've been playing. What have you been playing? Um, I'm playing Power Rangers All-Stars. You know what? I've also been playing Power Rangers All-Stars. Yeah, well, I bet you haven't got as far as I have. Probably not. No. Nah. Because you like Power Rangers. I've gone quite a bit of the way through it. It's really? um, Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of weird, because you know how like those games usually are like... You've had two goes at the game, and now you have to wait twenty four hours to play again. Yes, this yes. one's thrown so much of the stamina at me. I've like actually maxed it out. Um, it, I, I hit nine hundred ninety nine stamina. Oh, nice! Out of you know, with my cap of eighty five, apparently. Um, but yeah, you just it's it's a fun enough little thing. It's pretty automatic playing. And you have to just you mean your pretty much input is choosing what special moves your team does, mm-hmm. so they do the attacks. But yep. this like as you level up through it, there's a lot of modes on it. Like you can't see them at the start. You only have like. The mission mode and the shop, because of course the shop's going to be one of the first things that opens up on these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just like it throws PvP modes at you to play against other players, multiple types of PvP mode, and then it throws like alternate dimension rift battles and stuff like that where you play against like competing a leaderboard thing and all this, and it's just like keeps adding more and more modes to it, and it's kind of weird. It's like they've done a mobile phone game where you don't run out of like things to do; you just keep playing it. And it's not really nagging me to buy anything. Every now and again, it'll go, um, oh, you could get this, like, cause it does one of those, what they call them now? It's not season passes. What do they call them on Battle Pass? Battle Pass. Yeah, it's got one of those things on it. Yeah. Um, which I'm not going to get, but, no. but you know, it's one of those things. But that's the only thing it ever seems to bring up. There is, like, a shop where you can buy extra stamina, but like I said, I've, I've got a ridiculous amount of stamina on it, and I have it's not like I haven't been playing it. Like, I'm, I'm on, like, the third stage near the end. Actually, I think I'm on the fourth world now, and I've been playing through the hard difficulty as well, and, yeah, like, I've still got 800-some-odd freaking stamina. Yeah. Um, and it seems to just keep throwing rewards at you. I think maybe they... they this might have a trouble that that Civilization Facebook game had where they had to shut it down because it wasn't nagging people to buy stuff and that. It well, wasn't making them any money. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really odd one, because I actually pre-registered interest. Hmm. Um, a while ago, so I signed up to automatically download it once it came, once it yeah. was available. Um, because I was, I was sort of interested in this. Um, I think I mentioned to you that I'd pre-registered for it because I was, mm. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be an interesting one for us to both tackle. Yeah, um, well, I'm uh, kicking ass on it. I've made the RPM team up fully. I've got a couple of Mighty Morphin Rangers. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm just going to call them by the Japanese names because it's cooler. Um, I've got the Gosages, I've got a couple of them, yeah. a couple of Gokaijas. Yeah. They're Mega Force and Super Mega Force, but Mega Force oh. sucked. Oh. Um, they're clearly planning for the future. Like, there's only like 10 potential teams in there from the beginning. Um, and they seem to be mostly the newer ones, although not the current one, not Ninja Storm, not Ninja Steel, rather. Okay. Which you'd think would be in there. Yeah. Is this current one, but I guess they're going to add them later. And I imagine next March they'll add the Go Busters or Beast Morphers, as they're going to be called when that comes up, which, you know, fine. I watched. Actually, I watched the other day, because I haven't seen Go Busters, the series, yeah. that the next Power Rangers series based on, but I did watch Go Busters versus Go Kaija, the movie, mm-hmm. the other day, which was like um, the crossover. And I really enjoyed that, so I might end up watching Go Busters soon, because <laughs> um, that series has a lot of Power Rangers references, and I like that sort of stuff when they're paying a little bit of tribute to what's what's gone before. Little yeah. references, when they're acknowledging things, like when they morph in that show, they go, it's morphing time! <laughs> and then he goes, let's morph in! Because it's Japanese. <laughs> Um, but this is uh, yeah, this Power Rangers game, it's fun enough. It'll be interesting to see how they expand it as it goes along, because that Power Rangers fighting game one they did was just like shitloads of characters in that. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? And it, it was, was just injustice. 
Yeah, and it well, I didn't. It kept having connection issues, and this doesn't. This isn't going to have any of that because this is more like DC Legends, but a bit more sort of dynamic. Yeah. Um, it's not a bit faster paced in the sense that things happen in faster, but your moves are still. You can only do a move every like 20, 30 seconds, depending on how powered up your character is and stuff. <coughs> yeah. Um, but it is very similar in the progress method and how we you know when you beat on normal, you get a hard mode version, and you can re you can press buttons to replay a level, so you can just get the rewards from them if you want to build up some rewards quickly. Um, but uh, you know, as far as these games go, I've got a feeling they're going to have to tweak it and make it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to become one of those. Yeah, because it's like it really isn't do it isn't coming anywhere near the point where I think I need some whatever to do a thing. <laughs> it's not just that. It, it, one of the things that that's fine. I don't want it to do that. No, <laughs> but it's weird for a mobile phone game to not be like that. One to of not things, be a grind. One of the things that because I've played it a few times I've not I've not played anywhere near as much as you have because no. I've got other shit that I've been trying to trying to work oh you've through. got stuff to do have you I've, you've got no, such I've an got important games. life I've got yeah. other games one of which I'm going to review next but yeah. I've got other stuff that I've been trying to review um, but from what I've played from it this is one of the things I'd say I played a lot of um, oh god what was the Wii U game it's the 52 whatever it was the you know the thing oh the Mighty Mighty 100 or oh Wonderful 101 one of, Wonderful 101 there you yeah. go um I played a ton of that, mm. and this feels like the perfect formula to bring that franchise back. They should put Wonderful One Hundred and One on the Switch anyway, yeah, because that game deserved. But if they were going to make a, if they were going to make a version of that game mm. for mobiles, that's the perfect Got a Super Sentai theme on it. Yeah, do you know how many Super Sentais there are? Many. There's about a hundred and thirty-three Super Sentais. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a hundred at the time of Go Kaija. Okay. Yeah, that would have been a good time to do a wonderful 101 yeah, yeah, that would Super Sentai. Why didn't they do that? Because they didn't want to. The Looping Ranger versus Patter Ranger game come out on Switch, and it's a babies game for babies. Babies? Yeah. Babies, you say? Yeah, I should import it and play this babies game. Bloody babies. But no, this, this, it's, it's, it's all right, this mobile game. Yeah. Um, it's They chose the RPM Rangers as smart, Yeah. because the RPM Rangers are one of two groups of Power Rangers who exist in a different dimension to all the others. Okay. And so having a storyline that's all about dimensional stuff... You know, travelling between dimensions makes sense for RPM. Do you know who the RPM Rangers are? No. It's your favourite ones. Who? Because the Red Rangers Eka Darville from Galt from Jessica Jones and the Yellow Rangers that chick from My Zombie. The main one. Oh. She was the Yellow Ranger. Yeah. So there you go, you get to play as the lady from My Zombie in a video. Do you know that it doesn't have any of their names? When you highlight the Rangers, they're all called like Red RPM Ranger, Red yeah, yeah. Megaforce Ranger. None of them are like Jason that was, or Billy. I that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, none of them have their names there, which is weird. Um, Maybe the characters own the rights to the characters. <laughs> I think they've got the most basic Power Rangers license they could chuck on it. Yeah. Um, it's got none of the music from the show or anything like that. What? It doesn't have Hydra? Hydra That's Dragon Ball Z. Oh. You're wrong. Oh. But no, um, it's, it's fun enough. Have yeah. you got Megazord on it yet? No. No, that's another mode you unlock. When you've got all five members of a team, you can do these modes where you get Megazords and you get to a boss and the boss is massive and he'll wipe you out in like one hit if you don't activate your Megazord mm. straight away. The Megazord just beats the shit out of the boss instantly. Oh, cool. But you have to get a full team and then you can summon their Megazord. You can drag him up. You see, you get a sixth ranger as well. If you've got friends on your friends list, you can summon in another ranger to join you. What? So you can have six rangers on your team. Do you get to pick which colour ranger it is? No, you just pick one of their rangers. I think they have to put one up for I don't know something oh right but there's no sixth rangers in the list of rangers you can have apart from the green ranger from oh, Mighty Morphin I just wanted the black ranger racist what well, it's the best just want to control the black ones 
I mean, I don't know what you're implying there, but yes. <laughs> but it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. like, it's it's completely, like you said, it's Takes completely inoffensive. Long time to load, but... It's nowhere near as bad as some of the games I've played recently. Yeah. Um, and yeah. One of the nice things is just the fact that it, it adheres to the license so well. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't fuck about with it like It's a really basic license. Like they haven't those monsters that appear in the levels aren't monsters from the show, they're just made up monsters. Yeah. And they don't have proper names or anything like that. Oh. But you know. But Rita Repulse had a name when she appears at the start. Of course she does. Good old Rita. Rita Skeeter. Mm. Rita Melita. Rita, I'm going through menopause, but I'm holding shit. Yeah, she's dead. The one who played Rita Repulsa. Goku's enemy was Vegeta. Mm. What was All her right. name? I can't remember her name. Fine, I don't give a fuck. But Let's, she died a few years done? ago. You done? I was talking about the lady who played oh, okay. Rita Repulsa. Right, keep going then. Not the young Rita. The young Rita was... She's still alive. And the one who played her in the movie. Yeah. Both movies. Yeah. But the old Rita died. She was She was also the mystic mother. You'll see her in Mystic Force. Anyway, you review something. Why are you wasting right. time? My next review is going to be Reigns, Game of Thrones for mobile mobile phones. Uh, Reigns, Game uh, of Thrones for mobile phones. Have you heard of this? Have you played it before? Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Have you played it's written by Lee Alexander. What is? Um, Reigns, Game of Thrones. She's, is it? Yeah, Lee Alexander, the game's common to writer person. Oh. Well, yeah. I've played the game. It's great fun. It's very simple. The premise is that you lead a kingdom in the vein of Game of Thrones. And as you lead your kingdom, you lead them to prosperity. What do? Can you not do Sorry, that? it was yawning. Um, and uh, you do this by simply swiping left or right. And yeah. each, each side gives you an option. Yeah, and then as you go on, you unlock new leaders. Um, it's been incredibly fun. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. You played the it's... other Reigns games? No. Because fuck you. What do you think I am? Made of money? What? I asked you a question, you son of a bitch. Um, it's it's really good. It's a Julianne Moore. It's really fun. I recommend anyone looking for a piece of entertainment that you can play on the go to have a look at this. Have a have a, have a gander. Have a look-see. Especially if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, yeah? Because all you've got other than this are those shit fake RTS games. No, there's uh, Telltale games. Oh, yeah, but no one liked that one. They didn't no. like it. Everybody said it was shit. Um, oh, wait, what was that game they had on the PS3? There's probably a Game of Thrones mobile game as well. Yeah, there is. Like, it's a shitty RTS fake. Oh, yeah, there was that Game of yeah. Thrones, like, action Yeah, it's an RPG action game thing, on the PS3, it? yeah. It wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. No, yeah. but there's also mobile phone games like Conquest. Yeah. In which you go, I would like to go to Blackwater, please. And they're like, it'll take 19 minutes to go to Blackwater unless you use some of your dragon energy. Yeah. How about some gold? Then you go, I don't... Tyrion Lannister for Smash. Yeah. Which one's Tyrion Lannister? I'd smash Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion, Tyrion Peter Dinklage, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's the right height for Smash Bros. Tywin. Tywin. Everyone Charles in Smash Bros. Dance. is a midget. What? Charles Dance. Oh, he died Tywin at the Red Wedding. Lannister. No, he didn't. Didn't he? The fuck is... Do you, have you ever actually watched Game of Thrones? No. Oh. Never mind then. Uh, and your review. Was that it? You yeah. can review Reigns Game of Thrones a bit more in depth than that. Is that all you got? I just gave you You these. basically described it. You didn't say what it was. I just... Did say you just said was... you swipe left or right, and that's about it. That's all you said. Yeah, but I said to bring your kingdom to prosperity or ruin. That doesn't. That's an advert. That's not a review. That is a review. No, it's not. That is a review. You just said what? I said it's great fun. It's good, good, easy going commuting. You didn't game. say any of that. I did. No, you didn't. Jesus Christ! Look, people, if you like Game of Thrones and you want the thrill of being on Tinder, but without any of the sexual repercussions of being on Tinder. 
give Reigns Game of Thrones, yeah? It's a great game. I enjoyed it a lot. I just don't think it's the perfect game because it isn't the perfect game. Why that not? comes later. Why don't you... Why is it... Okay, objectively... Well, I'd say subjectively. Why isn't it the perfect game? Well, there's a bunch of wrong problems with it. It's not quite as interactive as I'd like from a video game. The, the really? choices the, the choices, choices are clear and they're defining what you want from each of those situations. I just don't think that two arbitrary choices are the right way to go when it comes to a complex ideal. Or like maybe... governing a state. Or maybe the two choices is really what it all boils down when to. When I play Democracy Free on the PC... They should do Snowpiercer Reigns. Really? Eat babies or doing the yeah. babies? Like the entire film of Snowpiercer is about... Do Captain America. Ta- do babies taste no. best or do they not taste best? Okay, the whole film of Snowpiercer is about Captain America making decisions. The whole way through the film, he's always walking from left to right and that's where he's moving forwards towards his goal, right? And every time something happens, he has to look back. And when he looks back, left, right to left, that's like something that's going to slow him down. And every time he makes the decision to keep going forward, even if his buddy, Jamie Bell from Billy Elliot, dies, right? So he has to keep going forwards. And that would be perfect for Reigns. You know what that kind of reminds me of what you were just saying there? Kind of reminds me of the story of Jamie Bell creating Fantastic Four. He has a choice of whether or not to lend his voice to the thing. Either way, he's still going to get paid. Does he yeah. continue on this journey of pain? Or does he give up? Did you up? see that the Roger Corman Fantastic Four has been put on YouTube? What? Yeah, it's a classic film. I wish there was a HD remaster of that. I mean, there it's is. the best Fantastic Four film. Fantastic Four, the movie. Yeah. Or Fant... Is it Fortastic? How do you say the name? Fantastic. What, the new one? Fantastic. God. Needs to let me make one. I'd nail Fantastic Four. Really? How would you start it? What series would you go for? What? What, like, would you go Ultimates or would you go Classic Six? Fuck all that. I'd just do proper Fantastic Four. They have a flying car, they fly around, they go to some weird shit planet, they like... Oh, what, they just immediately have their powers be like, we went to space once and this happened. Fuck the origin story. It's boring. It's stupid. Just get on with it. I mean, they did. And they made Fan-Fortastic. I would have them just appear and everyone's like, oh, the Fantastic Four have been around for years. They're amazing. They help save the day all the time. And you remember when they went into space they got them powers? Yeah. And then what we do one of them looked like Michael Chiklis? They'll have a cameo and it'll be like, they'll meet someone else. And they'll be like, who the hell are you? We're the Fantastic Four. And they're all like, what? We've never I seen you before. So we've been around for years. Don't you remember that time we helped fight the the Chitari in New York and all this sort of stuff? And you're like, what? They never helped out there. They never helped fight Thanos. They never did all these sort of things. And then it turns out that little Franklin, little baby, dragged them from another dimension into this dimension. They've been displaced. And now so the Fantastic Four are in our Marvel review? Universe. He said, do you remember when I used to look Is like Owen Grufford? Am I, I going to be the... Per- yeah. There'd be a scene in which Johnny Storm looks up at Captain America's like... Weren't you black? <laughs> be like, and Captain America would be like if you eat all your Wheaties you grow up bigger than me yeah it's like looking into a mirror only not yeah it's like <laughs> looking into a mirror but smaller and younger yeah. alright your review man right um, third thing to review uh, do you know what I played what did you play Hollow Knight Hollow Knight I played Hollow Knight it? it's really fucking good it's a fantastic game I found that I've been told that yeah, it's um, very Metroid-y. And when I say metroid I don't mean super metroid I mean classic metroid mm. Where it's like, it does not give you any direction. It lets you jump into, like, the area's quite open right from the start. Yeah. Um, and you have to figure out where you can go and where you can't go and figure out your path and work your way, way through which places you're going to. Um, it doesn't fill out a map automatically or anything like that. You have to find a guy, a scribe, who gives you a basic map of the area. And then you can buy a thing that lets you add to the map. So every time you get to a save point and sit down on the chair, he, like, scribbles down 
the details on the map and so yeah. your map updates and it's kind of kind of interesting because you have to like the further you go into the dungeons and stuff if you don't find somewhere to rest and you don't find the map seller and stuff like that you have no idea where you're traveling so you're trying to figure out you're going off the map into unknown areas and stuff like that so it's it's brought like proper exploration back to these games because mm. they've kind of they've lost a lot of that when you play a lot of these like metroidvania games nowadays that a lot of them especially like um like headlander and stuff kind of dragged kind of guided you through a certain path when you mm. played it um you know guacamole did that as well guacamole was quite sort of linear in its progress yeah. and this this one it hides any linearity really well by allowing you to move around and go wherever you feel like from the start and have little side quests like you'll go off somewhere and you'll fight a monster that feels like it's a boss and it'll turn out that's a regular monster or you'll find something like some bug guy getting attacked by a monster and you save him and he's like a brave warrior knight who's actually kind of terrible and just keeps getting eaten and you have to keep rescuing him um some people compare it to dark souls for some reason because any game where you sort of like can recover stuff after you die is like dark souls apparently yeah and it's really it's not it's not like dark souls it's like the combat is built around dodging out the way of attacks and hitting back but like shitloads of games have had that for years mm. it's you know the dark souls didn't zelda. involve rolling it's, it was zelda yeah dark souls didn't involve rolling to dodge <laughs> dodge no. damage um, but when you die on this, you like you have a little ghost spirit that leaves behind, and you, you have to go up to it and back, attack yeah. it to get the gold from it, and it's only your money. Oh. Um, and it doesn't appear exactly where you killed it as well. So if you die through in a boss, it'll appear in the room outside it to avoid you having to go. Yeah, back, so you it? don't have to go in and fight the boss again and lose it. So it's a bit bit more. It's nicer like that. Yeah. Um, but the atmosphere, the art, everything's really nice, and it's got lovely music, beautiful animations. Um, it's only made by three people, which is crazy. You get these little three man teams sometimes churning out crazy games like the guys who did uh, Salt Android Cactus and all that, or the, oh, yeah. the handful of people who make Nuclear Throne, like yeah. tiny little teams that make fantastic little games. And yeah, the artwork is gorgeous in this. And there's yeah, I've heard, I literally heard nothing but good things about mm. this. About this it's beautiful. Um, yeah, and all the little characters they're all talking a funny language. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like there's sense. like there's one area you go to where there's a a young a little bug she's mining away. And she's singing a song when she's there, and she's yeah. going. Okay, and yeah, and if you go back later, she remembers other verses, <laughs> so she'll be singing other parts of the song and oh, things cool. like that, which is quite neat. But um, yeah, it's a great game. If you if you like your Metroidy games, give it a try. It's a bit more. It's a bit more like the original. Like I say, it's a bit more like the original Metroid, where it isn't guiding you by the hand a yeah. little. But you never get, as far as I've come across so far, you never get any really obtuse like. You know, in the first Metroid, there's like a part of it where to progress, you have to find a block that you have to blow up that's in the middle of just a whole bunch yeah, of other blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can roll your ball through and it's like there's no indication that's where you have to go. You just have to it's figure out it's there. Um, I love the original Metroid. It's great. It's going to be on Nintendo Switch this week. Is it? Yeah, it's going to be added to the NES Classic oh, thing, cool. library. Fucking NES. Um, yeah, it's good. But um, yeah. Me, me, give, give Hollow Knight a bit of a play. It's Did good. you play it on Switch or PC? PC. Master. I played it at 4K. Oh, 4K. Yeah. I love 4K. That's you that was. I was doing an impression of you. I only watch films yeah, in 4K. Yeah, I played it in 4K. I only, 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 only watch films in 4K. Yeah, right. I try to watch stuff in 4K, but my freaking V Plus set top box keeps resetting its resolution. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I want your 4K! I know, it's outrageous. I put it on earlier and I'm like, this is. You know who you sound like? You sound like your impersonation of me. Hmm. 
I put it was on 720p. And I'm like, oh, what is dude, this? Oh, look at this. I might as well be bullshit. blind. And I go to the settings and it says it's got all them ticked. So oh, why is it picking it? 4K? Because, you know what? Fuck you. Have you seen that 4K channel on the version? No, you, you tell me it's like two hours and nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's like two and a half hours of TV a night. <laughs> and it's like, it's some... they got a show called Mysteries in the Mekong, which seems to be on every single day. So I, I don't know how many I'm episodes. Watch, I'm going to watch every series. Yeah. And classical music concerts, like the old people have in 4K <laughs> yeah. TVs. <laughs> and now, piano in a church. Oh, I love this one! Songs of praise. Songs 4K. of praise in 4K. Yeah. Get, um, get a close-up on you can taste Hugh Fernley Wittenstall's face. Is he still alive? The salty faces. Yeah. Oh, it brings me closer to God. <laughs> Nothing better than cock cheese. I'm talking about an Irish nail song. Oh, really? Yeah. But, um, yeah. I've seen them live. Digital. Trent Reznor looks like a big fat granddad now. Trent Reznor kind of makes you think that one day he's going to become Morrissey. Yeah, he is getting. Like, there's always that photo of him that seems to get used whenever some websites reporting about Trent Reznor now, where it's just like, just the way he looks unhealthy, mm. where he looks like Elvis in the last days. Yeah, I'm like Trent, please, mate. Do you like you know like my problem is that we've got we've got one singular band that's like going like, hey, guess what? It turns out you don't have to age. And that is um, The Damned. <laughs> yeah. Like 700 years old. Yeah. They just... Not even collectively, like individually. They're yeah, they're, like, they're fucking ancient. <laughs> and they're still gonna going. to play Smash It Up, lads. <laughs> All right, rat bastard, get on the bass. Yeah, they are They are still going fucking strong. Yeah, smash it up. Smash it up, smash it up. Who else is there? There's a bunch of bands like that that are just never going to age. Focus are still going. Who are the... Um, <laughs> who Rush? Did, who did the Forbidden Zone? The oh, Forbidden Zone. Don't know. Blasting into outer space, the planet of the apes. Was it a Babylon Zoo? No. <laughs> Do you remember Babylon Zoo? Yeah. Space man. Oh, it's wanted you to go. To My friend has been man. supporting um, space on tour. Friend Anna, she supported space on tour for a bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're still around. Well, yeah, they, they're in uh, Weybridge. Yeah, things are getting strange. I'm starting to worry those guys. Misfits. The Misfits are still going strong. They're ancient. Yeah. And they look fucking great. Have you seen those guys? Yeah, they're all buff. Buff They were wrestlers for a while. Terrifying. Yeah, they used to wrestle. Fucking terrifying. Anyway, you got to review your um, third thing. I've got to review my third thing. So I saw a movie. Oh, no. I saw a movie and it is going to blow you You reviewed Overlord last time. ...to sleep. It's Equalizer 2 starring Denzel Washington. Oh, does it also have Figgy in it? Who? The girl. Who? The one the perverts perv over. No. Are you <laughs> Chloe Grace about? Moritz. No, it doesn't have Chloe Grace Moritz. And no. by the way, she's over 18, so shut up. We're not perverts. <laughs> We're incels. <laughs> oh, those fucking dickheads. Can't believe I defended them. Anyway, sorry. So uh, the 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 storyline for Equalizer 2. In Equalizer 1, Denzel Washington turned to his friend Bill Pullman's wife. I can't remember her name. And she helped him out. Mrs. Pullman. Okay, yeah, I'll address her formally. Uh, and she helped him out of his jam, which ended up being Home Alone in a in a department store. It was kind of fun, right? Yeah. Equalizer two was kind. Of, Equalizer one was kind of fun. Equalizer two is a po-faced miserable event for two hours. Yeah, like, just like the show. Yeah. I used to watch so the show. He he he's basically an Uber driver in this one. 
and he like picks people up and he beats the living shit out of people that rape women yeah fair enough so like I think someone accidentally picked up the script to Death Wish <laughs> I can review Death Wish or well, the mechanic I've seen, I've seen Bruce Willis's Death Wish I think I reviewed it before yeah uh, it's a miserable effect fun that film movie. fun film it's like one <laughs> I won't go into it so Equalizer 2 so Denzel Washington his friend gets killed uh, she gets killed on a diplomatic mission. She gets killed because uh, the state's trying to avoid her bringing in some sort of legislation that will prevent them from making loads of money. Oh, no. Um, and so she's taken out by her best friend and... Oh, shit, this is spoilers. I oh, no. I don't think it matters, does it? Does it matter whether the Equalizer 2? When's it out? What is it? It's already out. It's coming out on DVD soon. Oh, you're ruining everything. I don't think it matters, matters does it? Uh, basically, it escalates until Denzel Washington decides to go back to his home... <laughs> Which is on an island which seems specifically to be sunk under... The, well, basically, when he... At the end, in the climax of the film, after everything else is said and done... And by the way, he doesn't use any cool home-style traps in this one. Because in the first one, the whole thing was that he worked in a Home Depot... And he had, like, an uh, he had like an OCD. So everything was over, like, meticulously planned. And he had mm. to have things in a certain way. And he cleaned everything after he used it and things like that. In this, they ignore all of that. Everything's just fucking out the window. It's not even the same character... This might as well be training day two. Guess what? He survived and he's a good guy now, kind yeah. of, because he still murders. Um, but yeah, so he um, he tells the bad guys to meet him on an island because he's like, I found out who you are. And they've kidnapped his neighbor boy who's been helping him with some stuff. Um, and so they go to meet on an island. And as he's about to drive over, there's like a massive storm and everyone's being evacuated. And it was like, you can see that the bridge to get to the island is a solid, like, it's just a wooden, it's just a, like a road mm. it's not like a bridge at all it's like a man-made like road that goes across the guy's like everyone's being evacuated it's crazy there's a lot of rain and like and I was just thinking to myself is there like a place in France that just disappears like you know like it, it, sorry it doesn't disappear the road disappears yeah. when the tide comes in and no it's not like that the road like is always the there beach from Mario Kart yeah. the road is always there they can leave whenever the fuck they want it is just more of a case of there's a storm coming. So everybody's evacuating. I was like, that's inconvenient. Why would Cowards. anyone do that? Exactly. Um, and then it turns out into a shoot, ma- shoot match in the rain. And it's just, it's honestly the most boring thing in the world. Like, there's no real fun moments. There's no traps or anything like that. It's just he just shoots people. Yeah, he's equalised. It's just things. the laziest thing in the world. It's so boring. Does he do any math? No. It's not even the He does sometimes do the thing with his watch that he did in the first one. So in the first one, the thing was he'd like press a thing on his watch and he would just time how long it takes him to take out all the bad guys in the room. In this one, he does it once and it's just a bunch of rapist frat boys. And I was like... It's like, like, that's a good time for me and he jots it down. Yeah, he jots it down, writes it down. Puts it up on... Top score! Puts it up on that website. Puts it up on incels.com. No, the video game speed one is website. And then Billy Mitchell claims he's beating it when really he's tool assisted run. He's a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. Full of shit. That well, that's what Denzel Washington was doing. He was doing tool assisted runs all the time <laughs> yeah. in the first film, wasn't he? Yeah. His traps and stuff. His <laughs> traps and his gotchas. Yeah. The first film, I would say the first film, it's shit, but it's like a bit of fun. Yeah. Like, especially the end, like, there's all these SAS guys that go into a Home Depot store and he's rigged it so like nail guns and shit go off and all this other stuff. And I was like, this is really fun. It was a bit like that scene at the end of Iron Man where he's not got, like, the Iron Man, so he's just got, like, yeah. gadgets he made. It's a bit like that. And I was just a bit disappointed. A bit like the scene in Home Alone 2. Yeah, and I was just a bit disappointed they just turned into nothing. Yeah. Yeah, just, it's, again, it's, it's less than porridge, this, because it's flavourless. Like, no, you watched it, why did you watch it? I watched it because I heard it was really campy fun, and it's just not. It's not campy fun at all. You watched it when there's a prequel to The Purge coming out. And... I've already seen the prequel to The Purge. Oh, dear. 
This is the prequel to the birds, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. The special effects are dog shit. And there's like a really scene... in a purge film. Yeah, and there's like a scene in they've which they've been so well known for this. There's a scene effects. in which someone someone ducks under a car at the same time that everybody else is being shot, and there are clearly bullets that should have hit him, but he just because he's a main character, he ducks under the car just in time. That's okay. Um, That's fine. The first purge has like a really interesting idea to it. Like, okay, so the equals to is dog shit. The purge. Since you mentioned it, I'm going to quickly review. You and could like make that your fourth review. No, because I've got a very important. What about the purge TV series. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched that as well. I've just got the last two episodes to catch up on. I haven't watched um, any of them. They suck. I know, I know. But um, but Purge, Purge, free the Purge year. prequel. Okay, so the Purge prequel is actually kind of like a timely, like good idea. So um, in the in the prequel, it's only on one island, like a very small island in, in New York. Hmm. They basically stop the ferries going. It's a bit like Staten Island. So there's ferries that take people to and fro from it, to and fro from it, to and fro. Is a beta um, test? Yeah, and it's it is like a beta test. So they basically say to anyone who who gets involved, they give them these contact lenses so they can record where they are and what they're doing, and they give them a gun, and they say you're going to get five grand if you participate. You don't need to kill anyone, but as long as you commit crimes, so that even means like downloading movies and shit, you'll get five grand. But the more severe your crimes, and including murder, will mean that you, the amount you get goes up. And they pick a poor area. So it's people that need the money to do it. So there are yeah. people that say like, oh, I'm just going to put the things on. I'm just going to sit in my do house. Do some crimes. I'm just going to sit in my house. I'm not going to do anything. Because I'm participating. Technically, I'm wearing the things. And then I think they do like some low-level crime or something. Um, and then they get the money. And the whole idea is that the government's very much like the American government now. They say they're for the middle class because people think they're middle class, but really they're low class. You know, and then what they do is they ply them, put them into this position and they manipulate them so it looks like it's a success of getting rid of the lower class and then the upper class and they people in who who are middle class don't realise they're actually lower class and so on and so forth. And it's all about the class system and the caste and the how people how people should understand that society isn't based on money and isn't based on those material things, but obviously it is based on money, it is based on material and all that shit. And it's and it's actually it's got it's got a message to it. And the message is simply that that you we shouldn't know, make any more purge films. The way the government manipulates us and the way the government speaks to people and acts with people it isn't like it treats us like human beings anymore. It's much like it treats us like numbers. And the idea that they could subjugate us by having us not understand quite where we stand in society, mm. it's quite interesting. It's an interesting yeah. concept. And the film actually does work. Like the, the prequel. People get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, people Good. get stabbed. Good. The, prequel, like the prequel works better than the original purge film because the prequel. Has it does have like a running line for it? So there's one kid who's basically being bullied by a local, what who they call a crazy person, but really he's like someone who's obviously suffering from very severe mental health issues and is a drug addict. And this guy is basically just about keeping it under under lock and key. He's still bullying people and beating people up, being a fucking asshole. But he's just keeping that little psychotic part of him under key. As soon as someone says to him do what the fuck you like. He's like, yeah, put him in, got the gun. And he just goes to like, he goes to like groups of people that are just dancing and, and fucking about in the street saying like, yeah, it's purge. No one's really going to commit crime. And he just goes and starts stabbing people and hurting people. They have no idea what the fuck to do. And obviously because he's, he's supposed to purge. He's like, he's like into it. Like, yeah, well that's the thing. And they manipulate numbers. Like at the end of the film, kids like, don't know how to play the purge. At the days. end of the film, they find out there are people that are coming in that have military IDs. There are people that are coming in that are like, that are like, um, rich guys that have like proper hunting equipment so there are people coming out of the island they're bringing in to make it look like it's successful mm. so, <coughs> so trying to fuck the numbers and it's all really like it's it's genuinely there's a lot to be said for the Purge films like 2, 3 and 4 
which is the prequel, I would say are actually really strong movies. And I know you po-faced them because it's a stupid concept, but but Frank Grillo in the second one is fucking incredible. Well, everyone says he's like the Punisher. Isn't yeah, it? and then in the third one, again, you've got Michael C. Hall appears. The last time I'd, saw, I'd seen him before this was fucking The Dark Knight where he's the mo- news anchor. Oh, yeah. In this, he's just a full-on neo-Nazi and he's fucking hench as shit. And him and Frank Grillo have a great fight. I was like, that's great. Yeah, was him Dark Knight, Michael C. Hall? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, he plays the news anchor that's kidnapped by the by uh, the Joker. Nah. Yeah, he gets. he's one of the people that gets on the bus when the hospital's exploding. Uh, wait, you're Dexter? No, not, no, no. Oh, is that... You're thinking of Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. You freaking idiot. fucking people in the name. Michael C. Hall was in Gamer. Yeah, you're right. Which is a fantastic film. Gerald Butler. Old Jerry Betts. More films need to have a song and dance on. Jerry Betts. Tell you what, Jerry Betts lost his home in the fire. R.I.P. Jerry Betts' home. Uh, We've said R.I.P. Stan Lee, but we talked about Jerry Betts' home. No. I've been disturbing me as people retweeting James Woods. Oh, God. Well, no, he's done... Because they're like, oh, he's helping people out. And I'm like... Yeah, but you're, you're going to make James Woods look like a good guy again. No, but he did, like, okay. But he's a piece right. of shit. I know that James Woods is a piece of shit. They're going to sanitise him and rehabilitate look, him. Look, I know that James Woods is a piece of shit, but he did something good over the last couple of days and that needs to be respected. He put politics aside, which yeah. is what people should be doing. He's probably going to go back to he's following 17-year-olds tomorrow. Look, he is probably going to go straight back to that, but for a brief few days, he put that shit aside and he acted like a human being and we got Videodrome James mm. back. So let's just respect... The fact that we got video drums, video drone James back. We might have even got close to Cat's Eye James. I'm not going to say we got Simpsons James because that is James when he gives up this right wing mm. shit. But we got a good version of James for a few days. So don't call him a piece of shit until he goes back to being a piece of shit. For now, he actually he saved a ton of animals. I'm on the guy's side regardless. For now, he's a good guy. Aminals. He's he's. Gonna I watched a video of bears yesterday. It was fun. All right. Anyway. Well, there's, there's lots of bears. Be any more bears anymore, cause they're all there was a bear climbing a tree, and there was another bear just lounging in a pool. When its mama bear was in the woods, it went Rah! and the little bear jumped out the pool and ran. Oh, oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to give the purge a cape launcher. Uh, well, you're not reviewing the purge, so I'm not putting that on yeah, the, the purge, list of things. The purge, um, yeah, the purge, the first purge. Going to give it a cape launcher. She's lovely. She is lovely. Yeah. She is lovely. I'm going to give I'm going to give Equalizer 2 an Adam Sandler. I really didn't like it. No. Really irritated me. What surprise? Equalizer 2 was shit. Yeah. yeah. What surprise? I know, right? Like, I'm actually genuinely annoyed by that. There's one sequence that could have been kind of interesting. The, the main bad guy... Denzel the, Washington from The Hurricane anymore, have we? No. That's a great movie. Here mm. comes a story, get the hurricane. People forget that's Lee The Friber. theme tune to that film was, it's the hurricanes, the champion spirit is Hearts here again. on fire, strong desires. Hearts on that. Yeah, yeah, you can stand Bush. Soundtrack to Rocky Four is one of the best soundtracks ever. I've got it on vinyl. Yeah, it's great. He's got a great front cover. It's him with his arm up in the air. He's covered in the American flag. If you want some, if you want a spank bang, Stan Bush's second best, not Stan Bush, Vince Dakota's second best soundtrack. Yeah, he only ever did a few. It's not on. But yeah, so you call it too. Not great, not great. It's an answer, but but the purge, the first purge, Cape Blanchett. Your review, fuck. Right, so I'm going to save the best to last, didn't I? What have you got? It's going to be Power Rangers, isn't it? What? No. So I watched Power Rangers SPD. <laughs> Space Patrol <Why>? Delta. Because <laughs> I'm working my way through Power Rangers, okay? This is a national service. Okay, okay. Okay, now Power Rangers SPD is based on the Japanese Super Sentai series, Deca Ranger, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and this series, a little bit of a 
little bit of a break from the norm for what they usually do. They've gone full sci-fi and they said in the year 2025, way in the future. Keep in mind this was from 2005, so then it was 20 years in the future. They didn't know we probably weren't going to have aliens everywhere by 2025. That's not either here nor there. Never mind that they're going to be in a few years up to 2025 and the world of Power Rangers isn't going to look like Power Rangers SPD. Yeah. I mean, they, they might be breaking some continuity rules. You know, <laughs> They'll have egg on their faces. But um, no, nah. so this series, um, it starts off and there's like a group of trainee, like, Policemen, right? Yeah, and they're not even the good rangers. Like they don't have Power Ranger forms. No, and there's an A squad of rangers, right? Yeah, I've already seen this. Yeah, they've got an A squad of rangers, yeah. and they've got like they basically wear SWAT gear, hockey pads. <laughs> the ones Batman told them not to wear, and their masks are just the Power Rangers in space mask. But it doesn't matter because they only appear in like four episodes. So fuck them. But what I like about this is it's a concept that I've always thought would be really cool in Power Rangers <laughs> is where the Power Ranger team we get aren't the good ones. Like, they're the shitty ones that no one cares about and the good team is off somewhere being awesome. It's like if the TV programme is called the B Team instead of the A Team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the B Team. They they go around, they just help cats out of trees. <laughs> so um, but this Power Rangers B Squad, they've all got, like, special abilities and there's some reason can for I, can it. I, can I do... You do the... What are the special abilities of the three that I, that I saw and then I'll do the other two? You saw the first episode, didn't you? Yeah. There was... So one of them can the, you do read the three people's that are auras. Already, yeah, you do the three that are already... Yeah, one can read auras. And I'll do the other two. Um, the other girl... What was it the girl can do? I can't remember. She's super strong, isn't she? Something like that, yeah. Um, and then there's, like, one guy can make a shield... Yeah. Like out of thin air. Okay. And the other two... I, 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 I want to do the other two. The... So the other two, one of them has the ability to steal clothes and give them to the poor, and the other one wants to rob everyone. Well, no, they're abilities. They're actual abilities. Yeah. They've got good hearts. Hearts of gold. They're thieves, but they've got hearts of gold. And they're then they good get hearts. given jobs in the police straight away. It's fine. <laughs> they get Not expunged. just jobs in the police. Their, their, criminal rep- their criminal record gets expunged. Yeah. And they get to go on to be police. Yeah, it's not just jobs and in the police. there's a robot They dog. get given Power Rangers. Yeah, there's a robot dog. Yeah, but no. canine from Doctor Who. One of them can walk through walls and the other one can multiply themselves. One yeah. of them's like multiple man. But there's a reason for it, you see. Because it turns out, right, they've got these special abilities. It's because their parents were SPD Rangers in the past. And the only one you ever see who was an SPD Ranger was wearing a Time Force Ranger costume. So they really were recycling the costumes in this series. Um, but... He was a Power Ranger in the past. Their all parents were. There was some accident thing. There, something happened to him, and their children ended up getting powers. Um, and then years later, this the reason why those two thieves got to be Power Rangers was because Doggy Kruger was like, oh, these are the kids from the past. They were related to their parents, and I was told to look after them the whole time. So I'm guessing he was just giving them a free pass all these years for stealing stuff. Mm. Doggy Kruger. Um, Doggy Anubis. Anubis Doggy Kruger. Clever name, isn't it? Anubis, as in like the dog god of Egypt. Anyway, Anu- Doggy Kruger in the Japanese version is, is furry. Freddy Kruger. Yeah, he's furry in the Japanese version. Oh God, I remember this now. Yeah, he's not in this oh, one. Oh my mind! In this one, he's just he's just levery. Yeah, but um, it's not bad animatronic for 2005 kids TV show. No, it's just it's just quite it's... interesting. I quite like that they did that. How many kids do you think want to fuck animals now because they're a fucking program? There's lots of them around now. Um, <laughs> <there's>, 
he gets like special abilities. He's got a range. He gets ranger costumes later, and I notice his ranger costume doesn't have spandex. It's got rubber, so they can mold muscles onto it. Oh right, because he's like muscly. Um, they never question how his nose fits in the ranger helmet, which I think needs answering. Um, but this is it's a fun series. There's like there's genuinely episodes as you go through it that are all about like the morality of like you know is this person necessarily bad. Like they, we've labelled them a criminal, but what they're doing—they're breaking the law to do something good. Did you? It's you didn't explain thing. how they capture the criminals. They just capture them. I can't remember. It was the first episode. So what they do is they zap them. Oh yeah, they lock them away in the and they go into little cards. Yeah, which we never see the inside which of. Isn't in the Japanese version. In the Japanese version, they just execute everyone. Holy shit! <laughs> Judge Dread. Um, it's quite I mean, clearly laid over as well. It's like they they fire a massive fucking cannon at them. They yeah. explode, and then this little CGI card thing that they're prisoned in comes flying out um so that's blatantly been added on by the power rangers yeah. team like they're, they're yeah they're executing them left and right in the japanese Fuck version. You know. um there's some really cool episodes though there's one episode Welcome where to communist rangers there's one episode where the villains use some time magic bullshit to pull like a samurai from the past <laughs> and because quite clearly the episode of decker ranger is all about samurais and stuff they can't hide that it's set in japan so, because it's going to involve pagodas and shit. Yeah. So they just go, oh, we're going to go to Japan. And then they move the entire base <laughs> to Japan. The base can drive. The whole building drives. And it turns into a Megazord. The first giant-sized Megazord. They're already pretty big, but this is like double the size. My eyes. But um, I, f- I quite like that they just went, fuck it. We can't edit around this. This I'm, episode's set in Japan. Screw it. I can't wait for the episode in which like, the villain is like, they say like, oh, it's a monster. It keeps robbing people. And you finally cut to the monster into poor... Little 10-year-old kid stealing bread. There is... And they're like, execute him. You execute say that. the monster. You say that. There's a little kid who keeps committing crimes. He's got psychic powers. And yeah. he's being talked to by this doll that keeps turning up. It's a bit creepy. Yeah. It's like a fucked up doll with like something from Coraline. Yeah. Um, and she's like, going, I'm going to be your friend. You just do this stuff for me. Just throw rocks at the Power Rangers or some shit. Um, and that's this girl that's in space. And she's talking to him through the doll. Through psychic powers, but it's creepy because the doll's like the doll's head's like moves around and stuff. It's a kids show. Um, he's that that little kid turns out is one of the other children of one of the previous rangers, and when a ranger from the future turns up, it's him as an adult. And to save budget, they never actually cast anyone as that sixth ranger. They just went, well, he can't unmorph. He's always in his ranger costume. Um, the closest he can come to unmorphing is he turns into a ball of light because it's cheaper to put a ball of light on set than yeah, it is to hire an actor to play a ranger. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting. It reminds me a bit of Time Force, where Time Force had like stories about racism and things like that that they tackled over the course of the series. This one's more about morality and criminality and stuff like that. And like you know, uh, who's really the bad guys? Who's who's the real bad people in this world? Um, it's, it's the bad guys. It's the ones with the giant monsters. Um, none of the monsters grow. Very rarely, they they tend to have giant robots of their own, which I thought was nice. Yes, because it's a little switch on the trope. Yeah, bit of a change after. 13 series to give them giant robots. Um, and when they're giant robot, they're, they're mecha, they're police mecha. It fights like John, he's um, frigging, what's his name in John Woo films in Hard Boiled. Oh, like, really? He like takes cover behind buildings and dives you're out. You talk about Captain Tequila? Yeah, Tequila. Detective Tequila? Stranglehold, yeah. Yeah, Stranglehold. <laughs> yeah, classic, Hard Boiled, I know. But I Stranglehold is a great game, shut up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's quite cool. He takes cover behind buildings and dives out shooting double guns and stuff like that. I think... It's kind of fun, <laughs> stupid, but it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an enjoyable series. There's like the villain plot gradually gets a bit more complex. There's some weird stuff where like the main villain's got this little child, 
and she makes monsters by drawing them in a book and bringing yeah. them to life. Which she, is uh, which is a Marvel. It's a ripoff. It's Penny Crown. Um, but she's like a little bit weird and sadistic, and but she's not actually meant to be a child. She's meant to be an adult. So to punish her at one point, the villain turns her into an adult, which is blatantly because they can't have a child on set for so long. She's got to go to school at some point. But when she's an adult, she still acts like a child mm. and she's just a little piece of shit. And it's like this whole idea, it's 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 built into the text of the thing. It's like, you know, stuff that you might think is quite sweet and innocent as a child and just them being a kid is fucking creepy if it's an adult when they're just like, I'm going to pull the legs off a bug. It's like, it's not as cute when it's an adult. When it's a little kid, it's just like, kids will be kids. Mm. They do crazy things. He's made a monster. But um, yeah, she's kind of weird. And she gets turned back into a kid at the end of the end, fed to a giant brain. Um, yeah, they kill a kid. Shit. <laughs> I know, she gets in prison. She Good. does get in prison, actually. She doesn't get killed. Um, but yeah, um, it's a, f- a fun little series. There's Netflix have put the wrong episode at the end of the series. For some reason, they put the 35th episode as the last series episode, which is weird because by that point, the villain's been captured. So you have to switch around. And it's a crossover with Dino Thunder, which is fun. Um, there's a bit in the Dino Thunder crossover because they can't mess with the timeline because they have to travel back in time to Dino Thunder. They erase their memories, like Men in Black style. And there's mm. just this whole sequence, and I don't know if it was played for comedy or what, where everyone's just erasing each other's memories, and Doggy Kruger's like, uh, uh, what was I here for? Uh, and it's just like, just a weird, weird sequence at the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it could have just been, you're in the future, it doesn't matter. Why would you erase your memories? Doesn't matter. But anyway, it's a f- fun series. You can do a lot worse. There's some weird Judge Dread overtones with the judgment thing that they have. It's a bit weird where they just hold a thing up towards the monster and it decides if they're guilty or innocent. Bit minority report, mate. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, good. I might have to watch good. Decca Ranger someday. I literally it broke my fucking brain when we watched it together. I just had no. When you watched the first episode, you were. I know. I just, I just, it just, it just. It... <sighs> it's got a cool theme tune. Yeah, great. SPD emergency. Should I do my last review? I'm watching Mystic Force now. Are you fantastic? Can't wait. Can't wait to not understand any of that. I might try and watch the intro to Mystic Force and see how far I get. I made you watch the music. Oh yeah, so you did. Yeah, the one that sounds like a Black Eyed Peas song. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) The one you told me was the worst theme tune of any so far. Yeah. Um, I think there's one that's worse later on because one of them's a rap theme. Oh, great, fantastic! I think that's Dino Charge. That's just what we need. Might be Jungle Fury. Oh. Can't remember. There's definitely gonna be blackface on that. I'm three series away from the series with uh, Echo Darville, though. Great, yeah, great, yeah. Can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that thing. Mm. SPD emergency. Yeah, yeah, great, 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 great song. <laughs> There's a monkey general in it. <laughs> <laughs> it broke me. I was literally, I was just, a monkey I was, general like, with a cigar in his mouth. Tears at the beginning of this this explanation for this. I just had no idea. There's a monkey general with a cigar, okay. and he's all just, like, "You maggots!" You know, like you know when you you know your brain's breaking. Yeah, it's when I hear more about these Power Rangers series yeah. that exist. What have you got a plan for the last review? I do. You said it's something special. It is something special. It's going to be Power Rangers. Isn't it's it? Red Dead Redemption One. One? No, it's going to be two. Didn't you view Red Dead Redemption 2 last time? No. Why not? I did... Uh, um, I did uh, Black Ops 4, didn't I, last time? Uh, that's boring. Well, you know. <laughs> speaking uh, of boring. Speaking about a boring, a boring... No, um, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's a follow-up to the now 10-year-old game. 
Is it ten years? Eight, eight years. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption One. Ten. Yeah. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption One was the story of John Marston as he tried to clear his name with the uh, with the FBI so they'd let him go and live his peaceful life. Yeah. Um, and then there was some DLC in which he became a zombie. That's neither here nor there. This is a prequel to that first game, uh-huh. in which you're part of the gang that John Marston was originally with. So you play uh, you play a character named Arthur. Can't remember his name. Darville Curry, yeah. Arthur Whatever. Curry. Uh, you play. You play Arthur Brain Cell. Yeah. <laughs> you play a member of the gang that John's part of. In Arthur one Harden. Of the, one of the initial initial missions is to actually go save John when he gets oh. his when he gets his he gets his scars. Oh, we find out he got his scars. Find out to he find out he got his surname. Yeah, yeah. There you go. See, it's a nice little nice little. Um, and then, and then from there, you're basically moving around trying to avoid the O'Driscolls, which is a gang that's run by Colmo Driscoll. Aren't and the Driscolls the ones who drink all the milk in Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, no, they're the uh, the McPoyles. Oh, uh, so the, the O'Driscolls are yeah, they're a rival gang, and essentially you just have to stay one step ahead of them. And the whole the whole thing is that you do missions in each area, and then you move on to another area, and you've got more and more bits to do. Um, it's a really big game. It's very mm-hmm. big. There's a lot to do. Um, I feel like I feel like Rockstar are very aware that it's slower than the other one. Yeah, it looks really slow when I've watched it. It's not horribly slow. I wouldn't say that it's really slow either. I'd say that like it's very when you're in the thick of it, when there's action happening, when like you know you've got bounties on you and other stuffs going on, it's it's really fast and it feels fast. It feels like there's a lot of action going on. It feels very kinetic, but. Um, but yeah, it is it is slower than games nowadays. Yeah. It seems to have taken a step back from, you know, because Red Dead Redemption 1 was actually quite quick. Mm. Like when you would go and loot someone, you just press a button and you loot. I like the looting in Assassin's Creed Origin. That's as, what it should be. What's the loot? When you press it and his arms just go tink, 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 tink. Oh, really? And his arms just swing out and grab whatever's nearby. Oh, nice. That's how looting should be in games. Um, Instant, quick, fast. This kind of, it's, it does kind of do that. So if you go and loot a cupboard and it's got multiple drawers, it just goes through them and takes stuff That's and then you, you hold it yeah, but that's kind of the point, I think. Yeah. It's um it's 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 more like, you know, it's closer to what it would be like going around in that world. It's not like got the magic powers where you can just press a button and you're like suddenly you see everything that's for realism, worth money. haven't they? Pardon? They're going for realism. They're going for a bit more realism, yeah. It's not uh, totally real, not totally real, but it is a little bit more realism. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm really fucking enjoying it. Mm. I'm enjoying this a lot more than I enjoyed GTA five really? when I first played it. Um, I think the problem with GTA Five is that I started playing it. And there's like submersibles and all this other shit. Like there's all this new stuff, and they they had this big area and they wanted to fill it with all these collectibles and all these mini games and all this other shit. Whereas, and 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 that often you feel bogged down because there's so much stuff happening all at once. Whereas with this, you're like it's that rambling pace fits it. You don't ever feel like you're being completely inundated with stuff to do. Yeah, and you get this nice like. I found myself noticing the time of day more, noticing the transition of things, noticing animals like scurrying along next to me and things like that. I was taking in a lot more of what was around me. And normally with games, you're sort of like, you're focused on what's in front of you, like FPS games especially. You've just got to follow the diamond. Yeah, There's FPS, always a diamond. Yeah, FPS games especially, they always they always lead us to look directly in front of us and just follow that. Mm. And with this, I'm sort of, I'm taking everything in a bit more weapons have a weight to them you understand how something reloads how long it will take to reload you know shotguns they're ineffective at long range as they should be it's not like in those other games where like 
you'll get headshots with shotguns from long distance in Call of Duties and things like that sometimes. It is all very much attuned to what it would be like. I think shotguns aren't sniper rifles. No, they aren't sniper rifles. Oh. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's going to be one of those games that is very much Marmite to people. If you're getting in this and you're going, oh, I can't wait, it's going to be like GTA with Cowboys, it's not. It's just not. Because GTA is very much a product of its time. That's what people don't realise with Rockstar. It's not like Manhunt. Manhunt was a video nasty. It wasn't GTA being a video nasty. It was a video nasty. It had its own mechanics and its own ideas. And there's Manhunt too. And Manhunt Where the kids can get... Yeah, where you can use the Wii remote to bash someone's brains in. Yeah. (coughs) Whereas something like GTA, the GTA now, it's very fast-paced. It's very crazy and it's over the top. That's because we live in a very over-the-top time. Well, GTA films are are parodies of modern society and excess. Parodies of excess and and what's going on now. I mean, you look at Vice City. People remember Vice City as being, like, crazy. There's not that many cars on the road. There's, like, nightclubs everywhere. There's mostly people walking and being I'd love a remake of Vice City, but, like, spread it out. Give us some new areas to go to Maybe. and stuff, but just do a straight-up, straight-up, re- not necessarily a remake, but another one set in that same yeah. area. Uh, but, yeah, so um, so I, w- I would recommend this to anyone who actually is looking for for something that's, that is, it's, it's so much a Western. If you've ever watched a Western and you've gone, I, I really enjoy this. If you've ever watched something like The Searchers, like especially that's like, or Unforgiven, it's kind of in that vein. Or The Good, The Bad and... No, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is the very... Weird. People, The Good, The Bad and The Weird. That's hyperkinetic. Oh. That's a whole different story. The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is a good comparison, but the problem is that, again, that is very quick. People forget how much action's in that film. Especially in the last 40 minutes where they're robbing the bank and then they've got the, obviously, the Mexican standoff and stuff. Mm. You know, there's a lot going on there. And and, and this is different. It's not it's like Western that. like Rango. No. Uh-oh. No, nothing's like Rango. I was watching Rango the other day. Really? It's good. It was on TV at work. It is. It's an all right film. Uh, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, I'd recommend that anyone who, who is interested in cowboys and in westerns or anything like that, especially the romanticism of that period, they capture that really fucking well. Like the like the language and you stuff. Just go around murdering whoever you liked and you get syphilis. Do. You can do, um, yeah. yeah. Like there's there's like a whole disease subplot because nice. people have TB and stuff, don't they? About that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I recommend this. Like I, so I like highly America today, this. where people are getting diseases that should have yeah, died out in the nineteen twenties. Mumps and, and smallpox because apparently and, uh, uh, yeah. autism. Oh Jesus Christ! Our vaccines give vaccines cause autism. Yes, there's no science to prove vaccines work, apparently, and people are fucking idiots yet again. Wasn't the guy who wrote the whole thing claiming that in the first place in jail for fraud? Yeah. Well, yeah. like, half the doctors that do are in jail for People fraud. love a fraudster. Yeah, people are just fucking idiots. Mm. What I love is that there are people that will scream and shout about how it's dangerous to give their kid drugs and things like that. When you turn to me, you go, oh, sorry, do you have a formal education in medicine? No, I've just got five kids. Why does that not make me qualified? So, well, I'm afraid. No, it doesn't. Because yeah. you're just a fucking scouse bitch who's had five kids. You're not a fucking scientist, are you? Well, I don't know about science, but I know how to raise my kids. Like, well, clearly not, because you're putting them in danger of diseases that flies have kids and super... they do a better job of raising. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, bears at least eat their babies if they're in danger to save them from being put in danger. You just throw them back at Terry the rapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is something fucking wrong with society. Chris Evans eats his babies. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into it. Tastes best. We're not going to get into the problems with society. With Snowpiercer. We're not going to be able to fix... There's a TV show that I'm coming. We're not going to fix society. 
because society is broken. What's the point of doing this podcast then if we're not going to fix it? Oh, for God's sake. Fine, we'll fix society on the next episode of Chris Apocalypse, episode 98. We fix society. (laughs) (laughs) The gang ruins society. As soon as the episode where it's like, um, no, why have you got a gun? I'm not, I'm not going to shoot anyone. He just cuts to the name of the episode. It's Matt gets shot or something like that. <laughs> D gets shot, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, I love Always Sunny. Oh, I should have reviewed that. Well, you can do it next time, I guess. Do it next time, yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption is a Tom Atkins. It, it, yeah. isn't, it isn't the perfect game. I don't think there, there it ever will be a perfect game, but this is as close. Tom Atkins isn't perfect. Tom Atkins is a 10 out of 10. But 10 out of 10 isn't perfect. Because you got to round that number up. Anything above a 5 gets 10 out of 10. No, it, it, it's, it's, it is fantastic. It's incredible. And it's technically, it's amazing. It's yeah. weird to see. Like, it's just, it is just you play weird. play on PS4. Yeah. With this weird checkerboarding upscale. Yeah. I've t- I don't have I told you I don't play games it doesn't games have proper with- HDR either apparently the HDR's fucked on it yeah but I don't use HDR anyway because yeah. HDR fucks up anyway because my TV I told you that my TV doesn't have HDR 10 it's got the old weird because oh. you remember when TVs first started getting 4K and they had the they had the local dimming and things like that for uh, LEDs and then like the changeables yeah, yeah. yeah basically they all had their own version of HDR before it was a, before it was like a so whenever I use anything, if I want to put HDR on, it has to be processed by the TV instead of You've the You've got the one that Blu-rays do, don't you? What? Blu-rays don't use HDR10, do they? They use, like, specific... They use, like, Dolby Vision yeah. and things like that, yeah. So yeah. I can turn it on when I'm watching a film, but if I turn it on whilst I'm watching a game, it fucks up the frame rate. Damn. So, you know, you get that weird double... Yeah. Do you remember Fallout 3 used to be a good test of that? Yeah. So if you played Fallout 3 and you got, like, the cursor would, like... It would double up, so you'd oh. see, like, the ghosting then that would be a sign that you need to put on game mode because your TV's not keeping you up. Game mode on rate. by general. No. Yeah. No. I always switch game mode on. Never have that smoothing shit. No, 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 no. Game no. mode switches off all that stuff. The problem is that if I put game mode on, yeah. then game mode on keeps it to a to a standard, like, well, it keeps, it's fine, but if I want, if I want 24 frames, if I want cinema mode, I have to put on cinema mode to get the sm- get the proper, like, motion. Switch it all off. No. No processing on the screen. No. You don't, you know, it has no processing, but game mode, there is still processing. It's just processed in a different way. <sighs> so if I turn off game mode and I have the other settings, so though, because Alien Covenant, there's, like, a really weird effect on Alien Covenant. You know at the end where they've got the ship and the aliens on the ship and there's rain coming down, there's lighting effects and stuff like yeah. that? If you have motion smoothing on, if you... No, have, never put motion well, if I have If I have game mode on... It does still have some sort of motion smoothing. Game because, mode shouldn't have motion smoothing. Well, whatever it's doing, whenever I put it on, it has the same issue I have when motion smoothing's on and I'm watching a film, and that it makes it look almost like claymation because the frame rate, there's something going on with the frame rate, so it's skipping frames or it's... I think your TV's over. broken. It's not broken. My TV is fine. It works for everything else. It's just if I have game mode on and I'm watching films, the frame rate acts weird. If I turn off game mode and I put it into film mode and I have all the other settings fine, it's fine. I hate motion smoothing so fucking much though. Yeah. I've game mode switched off on everything. Or you, on whatever. Wait, you, you said switched on. Switched on rather. Yeah. Motion smoothing is the devil's anus. Yeah. But I have I have game mode now, cinema mode. So I have two different things. I don't even use cinema mode, just play stuff. Watch <laughs> it on the TV. Yeah, but you say just play stuff after you put game mode on. Yeah, just leave game mode on. <laughs> yeah, just leave game mode on. Because then there's nothing no processing's going on, it's just on. Wait, do you have different things, presets for yours though? Mine just switches off all motion smoothing and all no, sorts. No, but I mean, like, do you have different presets for, like, colours and stuff? 
Um, yeah, I've probably set something. I don't know. Do you set it? I set my own things. Yeah, on I there, set my right? own things. Yeah. Well, you just bump brightness up to the full with a HDR TV anyway, so. I whatever. don't. You do want a HDR TV because it's, um, the brightness is like the default yeah. level for the, for the base brightness, isn't it? I can't have it on all the time because obviously I can't have HDR processing yeah. by the consoles or anything. I have to have it turned off the thing. Yeah. So I don't have brightness. That's a pro tip. If you've got yourself a HDR TV, turn the brightness up to full because that's what it uses as the base level. Because if you turn it down, it affects the HDR quality afterwards. Because then what would have been a little bit brighter than regular brightness is now just regular brightness. Oh. Yeah. You see, because it's like the luminance level. Oh. It pushes beyond yeah. the standard brightness. Like I said, it's just it's local dimming, essentially. The LEDs yeah. are independently controlled, so they can control yeah. dimming. So it can produce deeper, darker blacks. Mm. Yeah. And don't I, put a wide colour... Um, you know the wider RGB range? Yeah. Don't bother switching that on. No, no. Switch it down. It looks. You can look at it for one minute and think, oh, that's quite nice, but it actually just introduces issues with colour. One of the things that you can do is the Xbox One X does the processing for that. Yeah, Xbox One's actually got quite good visual yeah. stuff on it. I have HDR off uh, Xbox One S because, again, can't turn it on because the yeah. TV has to do it, and I hate it when the TV does it. So I turn it off, and then I have um, I have high-color range, mm. and high-color range looks nice on the Xbox, actually. The Xbox is like, it is a really handy console. The PS4 is a bit restrictive when it comes to that stuff, but I know why it's more restrictive because it has different visual tricks to get to where it needs to get to. Yeah. Um, 4K looks really nice on things like God of War. really works. I think anything made by Sony works really well and then anyone else it doesn't yeah so I have it on I have it on 4k for Spider-Man and God of War but nothing else really Spider-Man oh actually no uh, Call of Duty works okay with it yeah Call of Duty did um, I think it can hit 4k but it doesn't always hit it it's like it's it's got dynamic scale mostly it's like 2k and Spider-Man's like at 1600p whatever it is all the time it looks really nice though yeah yeah it's nice on my TV yeah like it Good old TVs. I need all the Xbox One X though. Someone send me an Xbox One X. Microsoft, get on to me. Uh, send me an Xbox One X so I can, I don't know, so I can get rid of my Xbox. Or at least put it away. Because it's taking up space. <laughs> and my Wii U isn't. <laughs> yeah, your Wii U's been sitting there a while, man. It's quite dusty. Yeah. Yeah, at least the screen's not breaking though, which it did before. I was thinking about yeah, getting my Wii U out and playing Super Smash Bros. Yeah. It's only, it's only, like, what, under a month now before the next one comes out? Well, that's that's there because I need to keep the space under it free of dust. Um, and also, I think I've left the disc in there. Is it so, the Zelda disc? No. What would you play last on the Wii U? We played something on the Wii U. No, that fucking Animal Crossing oh, Amiibo God, Festival. Yeah. <laughs> the game with no minigames. I only got that because I wanted the Isabel Amiibo, yeah. and that's paid off. Because Isabel's in Smash Brothers, so that amiibo's going to work with Smash Brothers. I'm going to have an Isabel amiibo ready for Smash Brothers. Yeah. No Mr. Rossetti, though. Not yet. Mr. Rossetti should be played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Rumham! That's the end of Critical Apocalypse yeah. episode 97. Oh, no. We're almost at episode 100. I know. What we should just do 99 and never do it. Just keep doing 99 and do 101. 99A, 99B, 101. Yeah, 101. All right, cool. Uh, Alright, well, as always, you can find out at Mellow Gaming on YouTube. You are the most popular Mellow Gaming channel still. At LV50. Someone's going to come along and make a channel called Mellow Gaming. Yeah, it'll get year old. 600 and some odd million subscribers. Yeah, yeah. And There's then you'll be like, they're upset because PewDiePie might get overtaken or something on YouTube. Really? By who? There's some other channel I've never heard of. I don't even know what it's called. Is it like, is it that ninja guy? No, no. It's some other YouTube, gaming YouTube. I've never heard of them. I have no idea who they are. Oh. I've forgotten the name already. Oh. But I think he's actually overtaken PewDiePie now, and it's Jesus. like, and nerds are like, oh, you got to save PewDiePie. Someone shared it on Game Dave's 
Discord. Yeah. And I just been probably, oh God, no. And I thought I was going to be the only one in there saying something like that, but everyone else just started chiming and going, yeah. fuck off. No, not a chance. That guy's kind of an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's even his fault. I think he is genuinely like the first victim of the YouTube generation. And he's also racist. He's also yeah. racist. But yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of like, cause that's you- the thing. You're giving us all this attention and power to a bunch of teenagers and. Yeah young folk who don't really know what they're doing. They're trying to get shits and giggles and stuff and they get an audience and then they say something racist because they think, oh, I'm edgy. And then they realise that, that you don't get away with that stuff. No, it's it's <laughs> it's taking someone who was born in Call of Duty chat rooms. Yeah. That's what you've done. Like, yeah. that's where these people come from. Fortnite. God, that little kid he once started, got his dad to shout at me once because he's, this kid was saying, I'm Adolf Hitler, I'm going to kill you on Call of Duty. And I went, you know, you're probably going to get like reported for that. Yeah. And apparently I made him cry for saying that. And his, and his dad, dad started shouting down the thing. I said, your son was saying that he's Hitler. And he's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, yeah, you, you might get reported though. It's your account, I assume. You'll probably get your account banned. <laughs> like, I haven't reported him, but someone might because he's sitting there shouting that he's Hitler. I used to report that shit all the time. Yeah. I fucking right. love doing it. Twats. Yeah. But anyway, YouTube generation. Yeah. So it's all, it's all based look on Look for that. the small channels because the smaller channels are the more level-headed, smarter ones as yeah, far as well, I can tell. look for people that just... Don't look for people that always share watch your opinions. Watch Gaming Historian. Watch My Life in Gaming. Watch like well, freaking no, Just look outside nice guys. of your own opinions. Patrick look, H. Willems. He's yeah. all right. Search for stuff that doesn't match your opinion. Search for stuff that, that you know, challenges you. I always say look for the um, positivity to negativity ratio on their videos. The more negative their videos are, they're not helping anything. Yeah. Uh, there's that freaking, was it High Top Films or something? There's always like, all the videos are labelled stuff like, Worst Batman movie ever. Worst Spider-Man movie. This movie's oh, a bad yeah, movie. Yeah. YouTube keeps trying to recommend it to me, and I'm like, fuck off. I think I ended up watching one of those. Yeah, you know, we're going on autoplay. You don't leave autoplay on, for fuck's sake. You amateur. YouTube amateur. I know. Anyway, but watch Digitize the oh, show. It was fun. Also, you can find me at Critapocalypse on uh, on Twitter. Do you want to see a beautiful boy? Yeah. <laughs> I showed you on Twitter, didn't you? Did you yeah. Anyway, say bye. Oh, say, uh, yes. Join us in two weeks for episode 98. Mock, mock. Yeah. A mark. Trump, as always, fucks kids. Actually, he mm. not only fucks kids, he fucks his country. Do you see that picture someone did because he wouldn't go out in the rain? Yeah. And some MAGA memers have done this picture of Trump. Like, they've, they photoshopped his head onto some buff guy's body yeah. carrying cats through a flood. <laughs> and it's like, that, that guy would never touch cats. No. It's not even the body part that bothers me. It's the idea of him... understand. Him holding a cat. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking waste of space. If you follow that cunt, uh. I mean, come on. Let's be honest now. It's getting to a point where it's crunch time. And I don't give a fuck if you think you need a gun. You don't need a gun. You need better police forces. You better train smart people in control of, you know, preventing crimes. You don't need a gun. If you've got an AR-15, you say, well, I've got an AR-15 just because I can have an AR-15. And then your kid goes and shoots a bunch of people. And you say, well, it wasn't me that shot a bunch of people. It was my kid. It's your fucking fault still. You should be going to jail as well. In fact, you should be you should be held accountable for all those crimes. What? That's not Trump. Oh, Donald Trump's a cunt, though, yeah. isn't he? He supports guns. He wants more guns. He loves guns. He'd probably be scared to shoot one. Yeah, well, he can't shoot one. He's got tiny little baby hands. Yeah. Couldn't get one of those pink AK-47s they do. Get the ones for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Trump fucks kids. Do Bye! Do leave that in there? God. Yeah, please do. Always leave oh. it in.